Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plant, it's time to Hemp Present. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien, Vivian McPeak, will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hemp Present about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. The weekly radio show where you can get your PhD in THC because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. Seeking to defeat prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly reefer radio rebellion against prohibition as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers, and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak. I'm the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest, in its 25th year and founded hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing, also found at hempfest.org. Transmitting from a fortified bunker under a ramshackle reefer radio warren and an undisclosed location deep within the rumbling bowels of underground Seattle, my goal is to spread the green flame of 420 truth in 30-minute increments. Today's guest on Hempresent is Jerry Whiting of LeBlanc CNE, who's only a minute away. More than 82 million Americans will have the opportunity to cast ballots on cannabis measures when they enter a voting booth on Election Day this November. Cannabis legislation, whether to legalize or decriminalize the plant, has been added to the ballot in nine states, and much controversy within the reform movement has ensued as a result. We can only hope that any progress we make will not be at the cost of medical patients. Whatever happens, there will still be so many great people working to end prohibition. I've learned with great sadness that one of those people, a friend and a recent guest on Hemp Present, has passed away. Roger Barber, the parent of medical marijuana patient Jenny Barber, died unexpectedly from a heart attack on September 1st of this year. Barber helped pass a New Jersey state law allowing severely ill and disabled children like his daughter to use cannabis oil on school grounds during school time. 
After I interviewed Roger for this show, we stayed in contact, and he would occasionally send me a link to a news article or I'd get a comment from him about some new medical marijuana development. Roger Barber was a great guy who fought the system in defense of his child and won, and in the process, won the right for all New Jersey cannabis patients to receive their medicine in school, if need be, just like everybody else, and he's going to be sorely missed. There's currently an exodus of medical marijuana patients and or their parents leaving my state of Washington as a result of our state legislature's gutting of all things medical marijuana. Our statewide medical dispensaries were shuttered this year in exchange for a limited number of recreational cannabis stores and the tax revenues they generate. Ironically, some of the medications and preparations that these patients require to either treat their symptoms or save their lives or their children's are being manufactured right here in the very state that they're being chased out of. Some of those who are involved in the medical cannabis industry have their own personal experiences that initially led them into that line of therapeutic healing and herbal treatment. Their stories often echo those of the parents or patients seeking relief from suffering and ailment. Jerry Whiting is the president of LeBlanc CNE Incorporated, founded in 2012 as a father-son team. LeBlanc CNE are growers and brokers of CBD-rich and vintage heirloom cannabis who develop deep roots in Seattle's vibrant cannabis community and who are distributed throughout Washington State by Green Lion. Jerry does new product development focusing on whole plant extracts. He lectures widely on formulation strains and cultivars, and he writes software for the cannabis industry. Jerry is a regular speaker at Seattle Hempfest and Canacon and is active in Project CBD and the Cannabis Alliance. He's been kind enough to join me on Hemp Present today. Welcome, Jerry, to Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. It is my distinct pleasure, Vivian. I want to dive into the products and services your company offers here in Washington State and your history. But first, my standard opening question revolves around how and when you were initially introduced to cannabis. So how did the herb uh, enter your life? I am proud to say I'm 63, and I was introduced to our favorite plant when I was 15 years of age. I'm one of those old-school hippies, and, you know, there was that stuff that came across from Mexico, and during that time period, we had troops in Southeast Asia, hence tie stick, later on Jamaica, but I'm one of those guys who's been wearing tie-dye and listening to the dead since I was a young'un. Oh, dude, tie sticks. Man, <laughs> bring me back. I think Ain't that's the way. If, if I had to choose probably the stoniest pot I've ever smoked in my life, I think it would be some of the, the elephant and Buddha tie sticks that came around 1970 to 76 uh, in California. Yes. Uh, man, and then, and then the stickless tie that came after that. It had a smell and a taste that was so unique you could immediately recognize it and big, huge seeds with giant speckles all over them. Um, and the reason you, you mentioned the, the taste and the smell is that what – we have lost through modern hybridization in many cases are the terpenes and terpenoids, those volatile things that, yes, give it taste and smell, but as we all know, they give the strain characteristics, and if you lose those heirloom strains, you lose a lot of DNA that could be used to explore uh, other uses of our favorite plant as well. So, yeah, break the bag open, take a deep, deep sniff, and enjoy the terpenes. You know, Jerry, it's interesting that you mentioned that because I remember like, like say, 10, 15 years ago, I would get this skunk bud that was so strong. I mean, it smelled so strong that you couldn't have it on your body in an elevator, and it would be so <laughs> sticky and gooey. So sticky and gooey. So you were the guy in that elevator? I remember you. <laughs> I was going up, but yes. bro. I was going yeah, up. Yeah. But you could take a bud and you could stick it on the wall, and it was so gooey and sticky, it'd be there an hour later. And now yeah, yeah. all the bud seems to be hard. 
and 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 brown instead of that light green color. Uh, it just seems to be consistently uh, re- predictable, and it's not the same. I has, has it been yeah. bred out? You know, I mean, I, times change, and I I'm I'm with you. And I think you've underlined or at least highlighted something that here in Washington is incredibly important that we're lacking. And that is over 21 adult home grows. Why? Just like tomatoes or apples, you find that individuals will work extra hard to keep a strain or a cultivar alive because it means something to them. But when you get into commercial production and it's volume, 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 you have different priorities and different criteria. So just like seed savers who are community activists and, and, and um, farmers that, and gardeners that trade seeds freely um, to keep heirloom vegetables and fruits alive, I think that individuals are the ones that are keeping those old strains around. Are they visible? Are they in the marketplace? Sometimes, but I think it's incredibly important that we have a distributed uh, gene pool that lives forward for our children and grandchildren to enjoy. Jerry, LeBlanc CNE uh, is a medical cannabis grower and broker specializing in CBD-rich and unique strains. What do you most want the cannabis community to know about your business and your work? Well, my son and I started doing work with CBD strains because two of my three kids had uh, seizure disorders that they grew into with adolescents. And Coleman uh, Whiting approached me to go out to lunch through his green card on the table and asked for my help transitioning from big pharma um, to control his seizures to cannabis. I didn't know a lot about it, I confess, but Martin A. Lee, Project CBD, was um, staying with my family once again during Hempfest, and Marty schooled Coleman and I, and <clears throat> it was the same weekend that um, Sanjay Gupta's show, uh, you know, Charlotte Figgy and, and uh, Charlotte's Web was on. The one thing I'd like to tell people is, yes, whole plant, and that means the whole plant, including all of its components. The thing that I encounter, people think that THC is bad and CBD is good. And that they, they want all CBD and they don't want any THC because, quote unquote, I don't want to get high. The entourage effect, as described by Dr. Ethan Russo, tells us that the whole plant together acts synergetically. And you get more benefit from CBD when there's some measure of THC present. So the, the myth I'd like to put an end to is this idea that part of the plant is evil and part of the plant is perfect that THC is to be avoided and CBD is the only thing you want. No, it's the plant. Whole plant therapy. Whole plant therapy. Now, the strain is, is important, but let's not break it down into good guys and bad guys. The plant comes as a cocktail, as a, as a whole uh, herbal package, and all of it has therapeutic use. A cultivar is a plant or a grouping of plants selected for desirable characteristics that could be maintained by propagation. What role can cultivars play in the advancement of industrial hemp and medical cannabis? And I only have about two minutes till I have to go to break. Um, I really think that we need to keep all of the cannabis sativa L cultivars alive, both for food, fiber, and fuel from the hemp side of the equation, as well as the uh, drug cultivars that have uh, THC, uh, CBD, and other things. So yes, we need to advance this to preserve these strains and to use them as starting points for creative breeding going into the future. 
you've stated a special interest in cannabis genetics and its relationship to cannabinoid and terpene profiles. What is a terpene profile? What are terpenes in two minutes? What do terpenes do for us? So terpenes are the uh, things that we smell and taste that are specific to each strain. While they exist in relatively small amounts in cannabis, as well as other herbs, they are incredibly bioactive in these small amounts. And so what I'm interested in is, A, looking at the crossover between herbology, aromatherapy, and cannabis medicine, because the same terpenes act very parallel in all situations. And we test for these using chromatography, separating the plant into its individual components, and looking at the amount of specific terpenes, and then using that as science to base our decisions, not hearsay or um, misguided intuition. And of course, terpenes work with aromatherapy because they cross the blood-brain barrier uh, yes. and, and can, can really affect us systemically. You mentioned Martin Lee, and uh, I want to point out that Martin Lee has uh, done a show on him present. I did an interview with him. He's the author of Smoke Signals. Uh, among other yes. books, tremendous guy and a great author. I am speaking with Jerry Whiting from LeBlanc CNE. We're going to take our first pause for the cause because there's flaws in the laws on him present. Hear a word from our sponsors and advertisers. We come right back with our best questions. Time to roll out for the people that let us him present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Mindful of sustainable practices and limiting their environmental footprint, Sansal hemp is always grown outdoors as nature intended. By starting with uniform genetic profiles, Sansal ensures the plant will maintain its optimal performance and yield consistently throughout its life cycle. It is through innovative processes that Sansal is able to achieve pure whole hemp extracts and meet industry requirements and the level of quality desired by many of their customers. Healthy plants, healthy people. Sansal. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Get ready to hear something good about cannabis. I give you Jasmine Huff. Tell us a little bit about Jasmine. Give us the good news about how you've gotten to where you are today. Like all good children, I rejected my parents' values and, and ran off to become a capitalist in New York City and did a lot of work with an organization called Women 2.0. Looking at the cannabis industry, I said, you know what? Here we have a brand new industry. It's going to be a billion dollar industry. And the rules of who leads this industry and who funds this industry haven't been written yet. Good news, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio with Jerry Whiting. Uh, Jerry, uh, LeBlanc, CNE, you market can of butter, infused coconut oil, tinctures, things like that. As your website, LeBlancCNE.com, says, that requires de- decarboxylating raw cannabis to make it bioactive. For the listener, what is decarboxylate and what does bioactive mean? 
So if you want to get the benefits of cannabis, if you use the raw plant, most of the THC and CBD found naturally in the plant is of the acid form. While THCA has its own healing effects, muscle spasms, uh, restless leg syndrome, and for some people, um, seizures. Um, what most of us uh, think of when we're um, talking about cannabis is THC and CBD. If you smoke a joint, the heat removes the carboxyl group and turns THCA into C THC, CBDA into CBD. If you're cooking or making a topical, you need to heat to decarb the cannabis first to convert those cannabinoids into the form that does what you usually want. So heating so in the oven, 245 Fahrenheit, an hour for THC conversion, two hours for CBD conversion in a closed glass casserole dish. That's what decarbing means. And the interweb can be a little diffuse and flat out wrong. So I'll repeat it again. To properly decarb cannabis, glass casserole dish in an oven at 245 degrees Fahrenheit. For maximum THCA, THCA to THC conversion, one hour. For CBDA to CBD conversion, two hours. And by using a closed container, the terpenes aren't lost in the air, your kitchen doesn't smell as bad, and your medicine will be better. Jerry, you sound a lot like a scientist. What prepared you for all this stuff? What's your background? Well, I was that kid in the basement who, uh, like Dexter's Laboratory, my parents were very supportive of their l little nerdy kid, and I had chemistry sets, you know, microscope, telescope, took classes at all the museums and had my nose stuck in a book. I eventually attended the Newman School of Acupuncture uh, and relocated to Seattle 30 years ago to do acupuncture here, but I ended up in high tech. So I've been sort of a geeky guy, but as I said, for most of my life, I've been a cannabis user, a vegetarian, and a pretty plant-centric guy. So when, um, oh, and when my son approached me about using cannabis to help his epilepsy, he didn't know that dad had already had a greenhouse in Ann Arbor and run a little glassware a couple times when he was a youngin. Uh, and so it's pretty easy for me to make the transition uh, but it's different now. Back then, it was hearsay and, and Rolling Stone and underground newspapers. Now there are labs in the Yellow Pages that will test your plant material and your preparation, topical medicine, <clears throat> uh, tinctures, what have you. And so you have science. And the one thing I'd like to emphasize for everyone working with cannabis, know the science, apply it appropriately. It makes the difference between having something that sort of kind of maybe works and something that hits the target every time for both you and your family and whoever else you share cannabis medicine with. Jerry LeBlanc CNE has released several pieces of open source software for the cannabis industry under a Creative Commons license on your website, including the recipe slide rule, which is a tool used to set dosages when making medibles, tinctures, and concentrated traits, a bulk cannabis pricing model, which is an Excel spreadsheet that correlates cannabinoid profiles to valuation, the cost of light, which is a spreadsheet calculator to figure out what electricity will cost, electricity will cost for a given set of lights, and the cloner schedule, an Excel <coughs> spreadsheet to predict how many clones you'll have. All found at LeBlancCNE.com. You offer these resources for free. Why is that? Um, well, you know, Vivian, you and I have talked about cannabis in larger terms, including the cannabis culture. And for those of you who are not familiar with what we're talking about, 
some of us who've been involved with the plant over years share certain cultural traits, especially a sharing model. Yes, we live in a capitalist society, but we have we have options and choices as to what we do with with things, including genetics, you give it away, software, you write it to be shared with the community. And I have been the recipient of many a person that I don't know who has shared things with me, including software. And given that I've been in software for over 30 years, I'm inclined to write software for the community. And there's no sense making money a barrier when the whole cannabis, not whole, a large part of the cannabis culture is around inclusion and sharing and helping the downtrodden to look behind you and say, oh, let me give you a hand. You, I have something that might be a benefit for you. And my goal, quite simply, is to end the pain and suffering of all sentient beings. And if allowing you to calculate the amount of electricity you use and the, the carbon footprint thereof or to price cannabis according to the chemistry therein, I'm more than happy to share spreadsheets like that um, in order to make the world a little bit better place, or at least not so bad. Jerry, you're sounding uh, as well as a Grateful Dead head hippie. You're sounding like a Buddhist, my good brother, and I like that. <laughs> uh, yes, I have uh, taken refuge in the three jewels. Money, pay me. Oh, yes. What, what are the cannabis breeders' rights? So this is summer 2016, but a year ago I was um, flattered to be invited to be on a panel on the future of strains at HempFest, the 24th HempFest. And during that discussion about where are we going, uh, one eye over our shoulder looking at uh, normalization, legalization, bringing in potentially big money and corporate interests with different agenda items. And no less than DJ Short um, expressed um, concern that if he released his strains commercially, Old World Genetics is the name of his company, that people would patent it and lock him out of his own creation. And when I listened, I volunteered, DJ, you've just described open source, in fact, Creative Commons, and let me see if, there, if Creative Commons can be applied to cannabis genetics. When I looked, it was a near miss, but it was the inspiration for what became the cannabis breeders' rights that allows a breeder or a seed salesperson or a clone vendor to express their desire how you use that strain in the future. So perhaps you say, hey, public domain, I don't care. I don't even want credit. I just want to give this to the world. All the way to you have the right to grow this and harvest it, but not clone it or propagate with it. And gradations in between. So, you know, again, on this whole open source sharing thing, while some people want to patent cannabis genetics as it becomes legal, some of us think that we are stewards and guardians of the plant, and we don't own cannabis any more than Monsanto or Burpee owns corn. Uh, on that, in that vein, what are you, what's your biggest fear and your biggest hope in terms of legalization? So here's my biggest hope. I hope that legal, legalization is one step on the path to unraveling prohibition. Another step is this concept of normalization. And by that, I mean cannabis products will take their place on the shelves next to everything else in the marketplace. There isn't a special locked cage section. There's no special store. It's just another product in the channel. So, so commodification, but, essentially, right? Yes, but without the stigma. Yeah, right. without the stigma. But 
we all know that in a capitalist environment, money tends to win. And so I don't want to see patent trolls who are using the courts to wield power over cannabis genetics. I understand people have been growing and making personal sacrifices, jail time, harassment, and they put, you know, in some cases, two and three generations into our favorite plant. My fear is it will be locked up and kept away from people who should be growing it in their backyard, people who, who really want to breed with this, but they're locked out of the genetics because someone is saying, oh, the pollen came from the field next door, and that's patented. You have to rip this. So, you know, that's sort of my fear. On the other hand, I look forward to the day when cannabis is, quote, three words, bulk agricultural commodity. And really, it's more like soybeans in the marketplace 10 years from now than anything else. Soybeans, the crop that's grown across the country, it has uses um, from food to oil to um, industrial stuff, import, export. You know, we send a lot of it to Asia where it's used as a food product. I would love to see cannabis take its place on the Chicago Board of Trade next to, you know, soybeans, cotton, hard winter wheat and pork bellies. So, so do you think, Jerry, both the, the uh, agricultural commodity, everything else, and people able to be growing their strains at home, you think we can have both of those like, like the way people can go to a liquor store and buy some uh, wine or they can brew some – or some beer, or they can brew some at home? You think that that's, that's, that's – I, You know, Vivian, here we are in Washington State. One of my milestones of normalization is phase two of farmer's markets, not necessarily what Black Diamond was limited to patients. But, you know, you can either go to the, the chain store that's in every strip mall or there's a mom and pop or a farmer's market on Saturdays at the town square where people bring their apples, their zucchini, and their cannabis. And because it's just another crop. Heck, I want to see the day when the pea patch gardens here in Seattle allow you to grow cannabis. And if it's popularized, people won't rip it off because it's, it's everywhere. And the stigma is removed. We know from Col- from Colorado and Washington, teenage cannabis use goes down when it's legalized. Domestic violence calls to police go down because they're not drinking opioid use and ODs in the ER go down. There are things that are better when it's legalized and will be better yet when it's normalized. My guest is Jerry Whiting from LeBlanc CNE, and we're going to take another pause, hear a quick word from our sponsors and advertisers, come right back for our final questions. Don't go anywhere. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Play as Ted Growing, expelled botany sophomore and the biggest grower in town, only on Weed Firm Replanted, available on the App Store and Google Play. It's a lot of work being the biggest grower in town. Maintaining a room full of plants while dealing with a slew of eccentric customers, from a hardcore partier to the curious neighbor next door. Is anybody home? Help me expand my bud business by unlocking new strains, customizing my grow room, and completing challenges that you can't get enough of. Grow your empire so big you can see it from space. 
Low on funds? Don't worry. Weed Firm Replanted is free to download. Download Weed Firm Replanted for free on the App Store and Google Play today. Get growing, Mr. Growing. While the feds and state are doing their dance, you still need to transact business and manage your cash. Go professional and let your customers pay with PayQuick. They pay you and they earn rewards points. PayQuick connects to your bank account for free and secures all of your transactions. And with PayQuick, you can pay your producers and processors for free. Plus, it pays to have it because it makes depositing your cash safe and so easy. No cops, no crooks, just compliance and comfort, knowing you have your cannabis business in check with PayQuick. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. Tommy Chong Show. On Cannabis Radio. You got me running. You got me hiding. Run, hide, and hide, run. Any way you won't let her roll. Yeah. You got me doing what you want me, baby Girl, what you want me to do Shut up and do a podcast, that's what I want you to do Oh, that sounds like a good idea The Tommy Chung Podcast, only on CannabisRadio.com We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp Vivian McPeak. And we are back on Hemp Present with Jerry Whiting. Jerry LeBlanc, CNE is your business. I believe the CNE stands for Cannabis, Cannabis Negotiant Elever. And my limited French yes. tells me that that means negotiator of cannabis breeding. Is that at all accurate? I'm very, very, very close, and I'm impressed with your French. So LeBlanc is Whiting, my last name in French. It's a family company. And I looked around at the business model I wanted to use and what really was going to work in cannabis down the road. And I realized that the grower brokers in Bordeaux, while um, a different industry in different part of the world, were very close. Let me explain that a bit. Much of the CBD-rich strains grown in Washington State, or I should say a portion of them, come through us directly or indirectly. And as we've moved our genetics and brand into the 502 legal system, while we know that 1.25% of the Washington canopy under 502 over the last year has been CBD rich strains, with my partners, we'd like to kick that up in under a year to 3%. While we won't contr- you know, grow all of it as a group, we'll have sway, you know, we'll have influence. And we'd like to see the price of medical cannabis stabilize, if not drop considerably, to make medicine available to patients at a very reasonable cost, despite the tax burden imposed by Olympia. And by acting in parallel, we hope as a group to really bring cannabis to market at you know high-quality, organic, totally righteous cannabis medicine um, so that people can enjoy it because it is my sincere belief that healthcare is a right, not a privilege. If people want to contact you uh, for your expertise or your products, so what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? LeBlanc CNE at Gmail. Um, you can search Jerry Whiting and Cannabis and Google, and I'll bet I show up pretty quickly. Um, and um, I'm now 
Uh, I'm pleased to announce that I'm working with Pam Dyer, who some know is twice baked in Washington. Um, she's for the brand Butterfly Sessions. And Pam and I are doing educational content together, video, written, and soon presentations face-to-face. But we really, really, you know, educational content is it. Um, we need to get the word out. We need to educate people to know what the plant can do and what they can do legally within the confines of the state laws wherever they live. Jerry Whiting of La Blanche, CNE, it is always a pleasure, my brother. Thank you so much for being on 100% on Cannabis Radio. I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, sir. Always a pleasure to be in. Take care. I want to get to a weekly feature of 100% on CannabisRadio.com, and that's the quote of the week, and here it is, and I quote, I don't want to own my strains. I don't want to patent it, but my biggest fear is that someone else will take my work and prevent me from working with it, and I see as the only solution to this is to make all of this public domain and open source. And that's the world-renowned cannabis grow expert DJ Short taken in a quote right from LeBlanc CNE's website. That concludes this installment of present on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank my magnanimous control room god, Brasco, and all my Cannabis Radio sponsors and advertisers. Join me for next week for some more reefer repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special hempo sapien on a journey to justice. Because when it comes to prohibition, you've got the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find yours and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. Until then, my friends, stay strong, stand tall, and toke it easy. Don't forget to email me at hempresent.com gmail.com. The 100% theme song Take Back the Plant is performed by Stickerbush sung by a much younger and better looking version of myself. Turn up the music maestro. I'm out. Marijuana THC Sweet Sativa The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by 
by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.